There are those who say that you must take a very powerful drug if you want to see God. But all the great yogis know that God is the ultimate drug. And a drug will only give you a short-term glimpse and often with great distortions and great unconscious eruptions of phenomena that have nothing to do with God. But what the great yogis say is that in order to see God, your mind has to have been trained, purified, in three stages. The first stage is truthful mind. If the mind is not in truth with itself and with God, in integrity, in sincerity, earnestness, openness, transparency, maturity, willingness to let go of one's illusions and delusions, then nothing more will happen. Then you need a drug. But if the truthful mind is achieved, there will be an automatic flow into the next stage, which is that of transcendent mind. Because if you are truthful, you will recognize that the ego is a false mind, is not a truthful mind. It's a mind based on a false identification with the body, on the jouissance of the lower chakras, of the attachment to one's suffering, one's signifiers, one's stories, one's paradigm, one's trophies, including the ego itself, and one's defenses with which one avoids the true challenges of life and evades one's destiny. So the truthful mind will in itself lead to the transcendent mind, but to achieve the transcendent mind one must be unafraid of the transcendence, of the ascent into the absolute nothingness that lies beyond the event horizon of the ego. Because indeed it will be nothingness that is first encountered and that one will be immersed in, in the realization that you are nothing that you thought you were, and the world is nothing like what you thought it was, and that all your life you were living in delusional constructs, and that there is nothing to hold on to whatsoever. You're groundless in free fall in <coughs> infinite space. But it's that very absolute nothingness of the transcendent mind that opens you to the truth. 
the truth of the absolute other, the absolute reality of the presence of God. That in that transcendence, the third stage is reached, can be reached, which is that of surrendered mind. One cannot stay in that absolute nothingness for very long because the terror of that groundlessness and the complete lostness will cause one to seek some illusion of gravity, something to hold on to. But if there is surrender to the absolute, then the nothingness becomes the fullness of the presence of the one without a second. And because one has become nothingness, there is no dualism between you and God because there is no longer a you. There is no longer an I concept in transcendent mind. And so the power, the supreme power that fills you is you. But is you only in the form of the reciprocal that is created by transcendence and surrender. It is not the you that you thought you were, the nothingness that you realized you were, but that which is always absolutely other, and yet through the surrender, the absolute union that is eternal becomes what is real and all that is real. And that union that can never be separated again once it is achieved is the supreme bliss. That bliss belongs to no one. But because there is no one, through the channel of your presence in this plane, it belongs as a gift to everyone. And the giving of that gift, the great compassion, the great joy of recognizing the Supreme Being in everyone and everything, in every moment, in every experience. That gift of recognition maintains the consistency of the bliss for all eternity and brings about the transformation of this dream world into the pure manifestation of that one supreme God that we all are, who becomes unconcealed forever through the pure gaze of your love. This is the goal of the path of Sat Yoga. And through always checking, am I truthful? Am I transcendent of the false self? Am I surrendered? 
that trinity of pure mind will always keep the flow of the supreme bliss ever present. May you bless yourself with this ultimate gift.